We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Wednesday, November 29th, we'll be taking a first look preview of the NFL Week 13 slate. And uh, hit that thumbs up button on your way in the door. You know how much I like the thummy thumbs. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. There's tons of stuff going on today. We got a small NHL slate, we got NBA stuff going on. We got we got golf. Is golf around? MMA. We got tons of stuff here. Become a Roto Grinders premium member. Get a- access to uh, to everything that we offer here at Roto Grinders. Click on that link in the description. Get ten dollars off your first month. Joining me to like take a look at the at the slate. It seems like a slate of uh, of teams we want to play and teams we don't want to play. And it's a uh, Will Priester, Chief Justice. With us here, the head of the Chiefs prop shop, which is always going 24-7 in our Discord. If you want to join that, rotogrinders.com slash Discord. Thanksgiving's over, right? The kind of the buys are bygones be bygones. And uh, now it's like the haves and the have-nots. I take a look at our, our first look here, which is free. If you want to grab it, rotogrinders.com. Will, it seems like uh, seems like there are teams that I I, I want to play. And there are like teams and games where I just look at it and go, good luck throwing your money away playing anyone from that team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I think so. Let, let me say this. So a lot of times when I'm starting the week, I always look at what I feel like the public is going to like, because that typically gives me an idea of how I may want to start building, like even outside of the projections. And by the public, I mean, by the end of the week, you know, usually around Thursday, I mean, uh, Friday, Saturday, we start getting some really rounded ownership projections. Um, but I think from a public standpoint, in terms of watchability, I have to assume most people want to watch Philly, San Francisco from a real game perspective. Right. I think that's 
to me, that's the game everybody wants to watch, which means for me, Blender, I, I know we're talking about DFS, which means in terms of sports betting, most I mean, everybody wants to get involved in this game. This is what this is what the public wants to watch. Now with people have all these betting apps on their phones, like you know, they're gonna be clicking buttons for this game. You're all... telling me, Will, Will, you're telling me people aren't psyched for Falcons Jets. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 they are not. Um, I think from a and, and because I'm on the blitz every week and I'm so involved with, with the blitz stuff. I kind of know. I, I feel like I have a hunch where the blitz is going to go this week, which is interesting. Um, but I can tell you right now, I think from a public DFS perspective. So, so remember, we got three things going here: public, real life. They want to see San Francisco Eagles. Public DFS. I have to assume people are going to load up on the Miami Dolphins this week against this terrible Washington defense. So that that's public DFS. The back door, which is the blitz, I always call the blitz the back door because it's always going to lead you somewhere else. I can assure you the blitz, the blitz is going to be on Lions Saints. I can almost assure you of this. Right, we we know it. All you have to do with the blitz is go, okay, let's see. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play the game, right? We're gonna play the blitz game. This is the this is the blitz game, if you want to know. It's like, okay, let's go down the games that are it is the elongated view. Okay, the Patriots. Like no, well, where where do they play? Well, they're playing outdoors in in New England. The Jets are playing outdoors in New York. The Titans are playing outdoors in Nashville. The Steelers are playing outdoors in Pittsburgh. Washington's playing outdoors in D.C. Tampa Bay, yeah, I guess it's Florida, but they're still outdoors. The Texans mm-hmm. play pretty much outdoors in 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 Houston. The Eagles are outdoors in Philly. The Rams are in Los Angeles. Decent weather, but still outdoors. But, but they got the Browns, which are a slow team, right? And then you take a look at. Oh, the Saints, it's the Superdome, and it's the Lions, another dome team playing against each other. I uh, could, yeah, yeah, we know this. Right, we know we know the dome, the dome factor and the blitz. But let's start taking a look at, at some of these teams and uh situations that we need to to monitor throughout the week. So so for instance, we we brought up uh like the public game, like the most watchable game, uh, the 49ers and the Eagles. The issue with this game from a DFS perspective is that. Very similar to that Eagles-Bills game from last week. If you want to play pieces of this game, I mean, you're going to have to go to go to your local bank and try to see if they, they could loan you some DraftKings salary to put into your lineup. <laughs> I think Brock Purdy, like for like cash games, in and of himself, I think Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey will, will still garner ownership, but like, to play it like to play AJ Brown or Devonta Smith or Ayuk or like all these pieces are expensive. Debo is like the 6,200 is like the most affordable piece or Swift at 6,600. So even though this may be the most competitive game, stacking this game is going to be tough as opposed to the Dolphins commanders because the Dolphins side is expensive, right? If you want to play Tua, you want to play Tyreek. At 9,600, Waddle to be a little bit more overpriced on DraftKings compared to FanDuel. The thing is, is that it's not like the Dolphins aren't going to give up points. I mean, they're going to go down the field quickly, and then Sam Howell's going to throw the ball 50 times. Yeah, and all of the all of these guys on the on the Commanders are are reasonably priced. You could play McLaurin, you could play Samuel. I mean, truthfully, as of right now, remember this is Wednesday, just first look. 
I almost prefer from a salary perspective to play this game from the Howell side. Play Howell McClo- play Howell plus two and then just play Tyreek. Play like do something like it seems like it's like if anyone breaks this slate, it's gonna be ninety six hundred Tyreek, and I'm not sure that I'm gonna need seventy nine hundred Tua to go along with it. Yeah, and, and to me, Blender, I think I think that's the that's the strategy, at least on you know Wednesday, as we're talking. I think Howell is a better play because here's the thing about Washington. Washington's giving up a lot of points, but Sam Howell's throwing for 280, 300 almost every game, like because they have to try and keep up. Terry McLaurin, his 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 market share or his targets have been, let's call it influx game to game. But in a game like this, where you anticipate the Dolphins are going to be able to score at will, you have to think Terry McLaurin is going to pick up. Uh, a nice market share here. And for me, Blender, the other guy that I feel like has been more steady than any of them is Logan Thomas. Um, you know, and from a tight end perspective. So I think, you know, any combination of how McLaurin, Thomas, Tyreek, like, I don't think we'll see that as much. I, I think the public is still going to be, and I could be wrong. We'll get ownership way later in the week and it'll be more refined. I still think the public is going to try to lean into two of Tyreek, McLaurin, because the Washington side is so cheap, they're not going to think to just play Howell, who's got to be Blake Bortles this week. And I know we we throw that Blake Bortles effect around, but for those of you that have been playing DFS, you understand. Blake Bortles, you know, he, he was 6K every week, anywhere between 5,500 and 6K. He always played from behind, and it didn't matter what happened in the first half because in the second half, he was going to throw for 300 yards and two touchdowns. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but the point still stands. Sam Howell at 6,200, most likely playing from behind in this game, is probably going to be more optimal than almost 8K Tua. Like, Tua 7,900 on DraftKings this week, that's insane. Uh, And not that I wouldn't play Tua, but I I absolutely think Sam Howell is the better play here. Sam Howell, he's more like Jameis Winston. Yeah. Right, we play Jameis Winston, it's like when he was on the Buccaneers. It's like yeah. the dude's gonna throw three picks, but he's also yeah. gonna throw four hundred yards and three because he he gives those shits, right? He just he's yeah. chucking the ball. They they're gonna those teams threw he threw the ball forty five times no matter what. Yeah, and he'll throw into double coverage. And for DFS purposes, we want that. We we don't we don't want the we don't want the guy that throws six yard passes, you know, slant routes and and yeah, we don't want Kenny Pickett. We we don't want Kenny Pickett. Right. Like we we we, we want Sam Howell and really Blender. I think. You know, like you mentioned, like this is not an exaggeration either. Like you talked about how throwing the ball 40 times. Blender, last five or six games, 44, 45, 44, 45, 52, 42. Like, so I don't want people to think you were exaggerating. No, he's throwing the ball 40 plus times a game without question. Uh, so we mentioned the game that, you know, the, the blitz favorite, which we're expecting, uh, the Lions and the Saints. Uh, I think this may also, the popularity of this game, at least from a DFS perspective, may go up. It's going to, what's going on with, because we have Super in receivers. our current RG projections, like is Olave, if Olave and Shahid are out, I mean, essentially, like everyone on the Saints, like, do we play A.T. Perry? Like, do you we do. play, like, what? what's going to happen? Lynn Bowden? I mean, what do we, I mean, all these receivers are, 
are cheap. Yeah. Uh, the the Saints have a 20 and a half implied point total, which is not like high, but it's still higher than like half some of these. It's higher than the commanders. It's mm-hmm. high, it's higher than uh it. I mean, it's only two points behind the Eagles, so it's not like it's it's low, low. Yeah. And that I mean, and to me, Blender, that's that's where I that's where I kind of hate it this week. Because if the regular receivers were there, like Michael Thomas, Shahid, and Olave, we could probably sneak this game in behind the back door. But because if because Olave was his concussion protocol, and I think Shahid is either a thigh or, or a, a calf, something like that, because he, he left the game in the first half last week. Olave left with a concussion. And, and Michael Thomas was already out. So if those guys are out, then if nothing else, these receivers are going to be over on. Because here's what the public's going to do, I think, Blender. And we've been playing long enough to kind of have some slight anticipation. If this is how it's going to go, the public's going to do what we think. They're going to play Tua. They're going to play Tyreek. They're going to play McLaurin. And then they'll just add one or two of these 3K receivers because they can do it. Right? And so what will happen is the receivers will get the ownership. The Lions will get zero ownership. Because everybody still wants to play Miami this week, I think. And so we could end up in a situation where while A.T. Perry, A.T. Perry and Lynn Bowden or or Keith Kirkwood, who's been in the offense, or Marquez Callaway, who's already been in the offense, any of these guys could be a necessary evil, but nobody's going to play the Lions. And that's where I think we might be able to make up some ground this week versus the field. Um because, because really, the, the lines are going to be tough because if if Ty, the if Tyreek's ownership is high, like how do you fit Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown at eighty five hundred? Exactly, that's that's the key. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I I actually prefer this. I actually preferred from the lines. I like you'd say, oh, we have all these cheap Saints. Why don't you play Derek Carr? It's like I I feel like I want to play Goff Amon Ross. I want I want to play a lineup that's Goff Amon Ross St. Brown and Sam Laporta. And then just use A.T. Perry as, like, the run back. Use the yeah. cheap guys. And you can even use two of them. Like, if you want to do a full five-man game stack, like, you do yeah. Goff plus two, and then you take two 3K receivers on the Saints, and you're done. And, I mean, and truthfully, in that lineup, you possibly could put the utility spot and have it be Tyreek also. And here's the thing, too, Blender. Not, not to overlook this, because I don't want to bury the lead here. Alvin Kamara may have the most value he's had all year in this spot. And I still think people are going to play Tyreek. Like, here's what I'm saying. You can get Amon Ra and Alvin Kamara in this build if if you get the 3K receiver, right? If you take the three, you can get them both because, Blender, to me, I have to assume Alvin Kamara's involvement in the pass game this week may go back to like week three or four where you had 10 targets, 11 targets, 13 targets. I'm not saying it's it's absolute. I'm saying I think the possibility is there with the lack of receivers, and he'll still get the carry. So I'm probably going to be pretty high on Alvin Kamara this week as long as the field doesn't get out of control, if that makes yeah, sense. I don't, so I don't like, think it will. I don't think Kamara is going to be very on. Yeah, yeah, me, me either, because I, I don't think he was there last week because of the price. Now, if he was 7500 the field would just be probably locking him in. He's 82. So so I might build this week around Kamara St. Brown. And I could still – so here's what's crazy about it, Blender. A lot of times and, – and I know you build this way and I build this way. We we don't we might not do it in 
every single lineup. But I, I, I think one commonality we have in NFL building is we like to build with correlation because it does it does help. And so if I if I'm looking at the correlation here, I could li literally take Kamara and then Amon Ra on the other side, and then I could still go and play the Washington Philly game. So I've got what I feel like are the two big pieces, and I've got it heavily correlated with Kamara, St. Brown. I could then go to the Washington game and take Howell and McLaurin or Howell, McLaurin, and Logan Thomas, and then maybe I forego Tyreek in this one and take Jalen Waddle. As an example, like I can still play heavy correlation and get some of the results I'm looking for, and then, you know, I can also say, okay, well, in this one, I'll take Goff Amonra, Kamara, and, and A.T. Perry. And I can still go get Tyreek from the other game and, and Logan Thomas. Like you, see, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, there's multiple ways to go with correlation this week and be creative, and the field won't do that. As long as we've been playing DFS and as much as we've tried to give people the tools, Blender, I look at lineups all the time that just have zero correlation. People, people just they, they they just build. And I'm not saying correlation is the end all be all, but it does help. It, it does help. I want to take a look at two running backs that may be popular on the slate, and I think there there are question marks on both of them. Uh, and I think that they may end up being. I mean, obviously it's Wednesday. I'm not sure. Uh, let's take a look at the cheap one. And we have oh. Zach Moss projected oh, yeah. very well at 4,600 because we saw before that Taylor, like a lot of people, we played Taylor last week because, oh, he's getting like 70, 80% of the work now. It's Taylor's mm -hmm. backfield. And then last week, it was like a 50-50 split. The Colts have a pretty healthy team total, right? We see mm -hmm. here against the Titans. Uh Moss at forty six hundred, even with fifty percent of the work, is just is way too cheap, right? Because Taylor's like I think seventy one hundred. Yeah, but and Taylor, Jonathan... and we already know he's not playing because of that thumb injury. Okay, so Jonathan Taylor's out. Yeah, yeah, he he's he's done for a couple weeks. Oh, okay. I oh see, this is the first. This is why I'm taking a first. Oh, so we don't have to worry. So there's no question mark on this. So no, no, no. Zach Moss is the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. This oh, week. okay. No, so no I question. was wondering. I was like, okay, let me take a look at. I thought this was more of a a price play, and it's like, oh, this is what happens when you don't pay attention. And I mean, I don't pay attention unless it's DFS related. Oh, yeah. So is this is this the type of situation? Forty six hundred Zach Moss against Tennessee that you just, I mean, truthfully. I mean, I'll probably play twelve to ten to twelve GPP lineups. Yeah, on DraftKings on Sunday, it's, it's possible I just have them in every lineup. I mean, like Blender, this forty six hundred. Yeah, and once again, Blender, I'm going back to something here. This is how I know the field's going to play two of Tom Vailoa this week. They, you, you see what I'm saying? They're like, going to get their they're exactly. going to get their salary relief with Moss and At Perry or something like that. Correct. And that's exactly what they're going to do. Like, okay, we can stack the Dolphins now. There you go. Yep. That's that's what they're going to do. And so, Blender, while I don't think that's a bad strategy, because you know sometimes you got we got to make these decisions. Is it good talk? Is it bad talk? And we know Zach Moss, 80 percent of the work. That's pretty good talk. Like we don't need to overthink that. That's it, it's great talk actually, but. 
I I still think we get better value, in my opinion, from these cheaper quarter. Like once again, if two is seventy two hundred, I probably don't push back as much. Two is almost eight k. Tyreek's well over nine k, and we've got golf. We've got to in my in my opinion, golf and Howell are in a similar category to Tua this week because of the situation. And what I mean is Tua, if they're up, you know, let, let's say 14 points in the fourth, Tua's not slinging the ball nearly as much as Sam Howell's going to be doing down the stretch and getting those garbage time yards and possibly a garbage time touchdown late in the game. Uh, you know, Jared Goff on the road, in the dome, th this is going to be – in my opinion, uh, Blitter, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this just because, you know, I'm on the Blitz show every week, so I kind of know the little intricacies. Detroit-New Orleans is going to be the fastest game of the week, I think, in terms of pace. So being able to get golf Amon Ra Kamara, I can still plug in Zach Moss. I, might, I, I can possibly still get Tyreek, especially if I plug in one of the 3K receivers. So, like, there's just multiple ways to get there this week and that's not even talking about some of the san francisco guys because philly's been giving it up through the area that's not even talking about debo or iu where you can get even a little bit more creative off the beaten path or or, or getting in mccaffrey right like it, I, I, feel, I feel like will well i feel like i'd rather build a lineup that has purdy plus mccaffrey with tyreek than sacrifice mccaffrey and play Tua. Yeah, like I'd, I'd, absolutely. I'd rather use, yes. The yes. quarterbacks have so many ways of equaling the higher price quarterbacks that yeah. quarterback price, the way that quarterbacks score points, that, yeah, maybe Tua has 28 points, but if Purdy has 22, like well, that's yeah. the 2K difference in price is going to matter that instead of having Kyron Williams, I have Christian McCaffrey's 40 points. Like, give it to me. And I wanted to talk about Kyron Williams because he scored 40 this past week. Mm -hmm. Uh, I he projects decently well currently. He's seventy two hundred. You mentioned before the it's the Cleveland defense. This game doesn't have the highest of totals. Uh, it probably is going to be a much slower game. I mean, it has a thirty nine and a half total, a yeah. slower game against a good defense. And I think people may not realize, and we discussed it on Monday with with, with James that. Kyron Williams didn't get 40 points because he got, like, 90% of the work. He was just extremely efficient. Royce Freeman, like, Kyron Williams had 19 touches, and Royce Freeman had 16 touches. It's not like it's not yeah. like it was Kyron yeah. Williams' backfield. Yeah, and, and we and knew that going in. Right. Yeah, yeah, we knew that going in because Kyron was coming off injury. Like, they had already said, hey, we're going to, in a sense, not give him a full workload. But like you said, I mean, you get six catches for what sixty yards and over a hundred and touch. Like, of course, okay. But I don't think this is the spot for Kyron, generally speaking, especially right. With the, but the but, you, but I yeah. think he's gonna. I mean, if you take a look at the running back position, I mean, especially once you plug in Moss in, I mean, it gets it gets. I mean, really, the running back position gets shaky. You get Javante Williams. Who I'm never. I'm never thrilled playing Javante Williams because. It seems like every game he's getting hurt for at least a couple of plays. Or so I mean, just I don't like the Broncos offense. Obviously, you got McCaffrey. I'd love McCaffrey, sure, great, but he's 9K. Uh we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ramondre, not in a great spot against the Chiefs. I'm not a big fan of really playing Derrick Henry as an underdog. Jerome Ford, same problem in that slow game. James Conner, they're mixing in like Demer Cod. They're mixing in other running backs in Arizona more than Conner has in the past. The guy that I'm looking at in the middle here, I don't, against the Tim Boyle-led Jets, like, could B. John Robinson get 25 touches if the Falcons have the ball so much? It, it's, uh, that would be wise coaching. But you know they're going to give Tyler Algier 10, 10, 10 carries in this game, probably. And they're starting to get Cordell Patterson worked in a little bit more, Blender. Um, like this week, he had eight carries for 43 yards. And, you know, I have to assume they're going to keep him involved. Now, I don't have anything against Cordell Patterson, but the way they run this offense is basically Bijan Robinson's, you know, kryptonite because he doesn't own the backfield. Now, I will say this. There's been a price adjustment for that. It's not like he's 8K, he's 6,700. So mm -hmm. I like Bijan in tournaments because he does have some upside. Um, they should beat the Jets, but we don't know. This, this team is weird. Desmond Ritter could absolutely throw three interceptions in the red zone. He's done this several times this season and just cost them points. I, I don't I don't know. So um, that, that, there's another running back that I that I feel safe playing i'm surprised that he was not currently projected higher i thought he would be i thought he would be like the second highest point per dollar projected running back and that's rashad white at 6300 the bucks are facing the panthers who have you know their defense sucks it's not that appealing of a game in general but the buccaneers are favored at home right by right. i mean a healthy amount why don't I want to play a guy? I mean, White practically owns that backfield, and he gets, you know, well, all, he does. all of Baker, Baker's checkdowns. I know they, the Bucks have had a hard time running the ball this year, but they're facing the Panthers. Anyone could run the ball against the Panthers. It just it yeah. feels weird to me because I went into the, I went in today. I open up this. I'm like, I look at a dummy lineup, and I'm going, okay, I know who I'm, pl I'm playing. Like, I want to play. I want to play Rashad White and Zach Moss and – and then I see, and it's like, oh, why? Like, he projects lower than point per dollar-wise than, like, Jerome Ford and Ramondre Stevenson. And feels like I always play Rashad White because it seems yeah. like he gets to 15 to 18 points. Like, like no question. Even, Every if, week. even if he only has 40 rushing yards, he, he, he manages to get there. 
and, and, and Blender, the funny thing is last week he got there in the opposite direction. Got 100 yards right on the nose and only had two catches for 10 yards. But somehow, some way, 16 fantasy points. I mean, just he just he just does it. I, I don't mind Rashad White this week. I do, I'm not sure how the Panthers are going to handle their their team management. So, Blender, one of the reasons why I hate it, I hated the Panthers this season so far, they're a terrible football team that likes to control the clock. So they just limit so many opportunities, but I'm not sure if they're going to be playing different because they fired the coach, they fired the running backs coach, they fired the quarterbacks coach. The, the, the special teams uh, coordinator is going to be the acting head coach. I don't know what they're going to do this week with this offense, but they still shouldn't be very good. And uh, I, I don't mind Rashad White at all. Like he's been steady. And yeah, we may not have seen like a 30 fantasy point game from him. But if the Buccaneers can get in control of this game, perhaps we can get him to 100 yards again, Blendon. If he, so here's the thing. If Rashad White can happen to squeeze out 100 yards and a touchdown, he's now close to 20 fantasy points. And he'll probably catch at least two or three balls. And now it's like, well, wait a minute. If Rashad scores 21 to 22 fantasy points in a general sense, Blender, he's, he might be close to optimal. Close. As long as the the – other running backs in that range don't absolutely explode like Kyron Williams because we expect McCaffrey to go 20 plus. We expect me this week. I'm expecting Kamara to go 2025-ish 20, with upside. So I, I, I'm with you. I don't hate Rashad White, and his ownership may be lower because the projection may not be as good this week. Looking at the wide receiver position, we have McLaurin as the highest uh, projected point per dollar or RG value, salary adjusted value, wide receiver. And you he got AG Perry up there, right? We yeah. don't know if Michael if Michael Wilson is back for the Cardinals. I'm not a big fan of the Cardinals Steelers game in general, but he's cheap. Elijah Moore, I'm not a big fan of that Browns Rams game in general, but he's cheap. But we also have like Michael Pittman here at 7100. I I, I find it odd. I mean, I I play Michael Pittman more than than most. Yeah, and I think like when he's low, when he when he's lower owned, it he was obviously high owned last week. Yep, I have a hard time imagining his ownership being like he's in this weird price range where, like, if you're playing Tyreek and you're playing Tyron Williams, like how, like how do you fit in a seventy one hundred dollar wide receiver, right? Like it, it feels like if you're playing, you'd have to play McClure. Like, if you're playing Pittman, you're not playing McCaffrey and you're not playing Tyreek Hill in your lineup. And I just see less lineups that look like that. Do you think Do you think with Moss, uh, especially with Moss being 4,600, people may not want to play Moss and Pittman together? But, I mean, Pittman is the new, like, Michael Thomas type of player where mm -hmm. he's going to probably see, like, 12 targets Yep. nine catches and although the a dot may only be seven or eight yards like he ends up getting to like nine for a hundred with a touchdown often enough that that's like 26 points and he's 7100 yeah and, and and blender and this is a week where the Colts essentially are going to have an easier time throwing the ball than running the ball ironically um the titans and buccaneers have always and i don't want to say always but Re most recently in recent years, I mean the, the yeah Titans and Buccaneers pass funnel defenses, right? We hear we hear that word funnel, funnel, funnel. 
Well, you can't run on Tennessee that well. You can't run on the Buccaneers that well, but you can throw the ball on them in a general sense. And so I, I think Pittman will be fine this week. Um, you talked about the 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 comparison to Michael Thomas. I think that's the perfect analysis because, Blender, think about when we played Michael Thomas at the peak before, like, these weird injuries. We were playing Michael Thomas at 8K, sometimes close to 9K. Why? Because of the reasons you talked about. The 10 to 12 targets, his shorthand, he, he'd have 10 to 12 targets and may have 10 to 12 catches. And it, it, the floor was there. So I, I I love that call on Michael Pittman this week where we where I'm almost certain his ownership is going to be much lower than it was last week. Lastly, I know we, we mentioned, you know, you mentioned his name. We have a question in the chat that's related to this. Do we look at just implied team totals on the slate? There's a team on the slate that has a higher implied team total than the Colts, right? We talked about Pittman. We talked about Moss. Okay. We're like, okay, we're excited about that. The Chargers, I mean, they have expensive players, but they're a pretty decent team. Okay. There's a team that has a higher implied total than them. We talked about the Eagles, but the Commanders, right? The Eagles have a lower implied total than this team, right? This team has only a one point lower implied total than the 49ers. They have a higher yep. implied total than the Buccaneers. And we talked about Mayfield and White. They don't have as high as the Texans, but they have higher than the Broncos. It's one of the, they're in the top five in team total. And that's the Pittsburgh Steelers with a new offensive coordinator. You yep. said, you talked about Kenny Pickett and throwing six yard passes, but you know, you have Jalen Warren there. You have Najee Harris there. Pratt Frymuth put in a big game. Of course, they raised his price now to 4,300. But Deontay Johnson's 5K, George Pickens is 4,800. It, it feels like to me the Steelers, like they spread it around a lot. So it's hard to nail down like how exactly they're going to. It could be the type of game where it's like, oh, Warren and Najee both have 20 fantasy points and everyone else sucks. And it could be the type yeah. of game where George Pickens goes eight for 150 and three touchdowns and no one, yeah. and no one else gets there. But I have to be intrigued because the Cardinals defense is awful. Right, they're playing Listen, at home. I'm glad well, you mean, mentioned that. I think it's 5100. I mean, it's hard for me to look, not look at the pricing of this of this team and go, why don't I just play Pickett plus one of Johnson or Pickens plus Fryermuth, and then, dude, I can play McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill in that line. Yeah, I think I think in large field blender, believe it or not, I think that's perfectly fine. Like we've seen every team get off against the the, the Arizona Cardinals pretty much. And then, so here's what was promising for me. I did want to see what Kenny Pickett did in this game, just from a yardage perspective. And, I, and listen, that's very low level, like just looking at the yardage. But I think in this situation, Blender, it matters. Because remember, this isn't an exaggeration. Under the old offensive coordinator, who was Matt Canada, this team did not generate a lot of offense. And by offense, I mean yards, okay? So I want to make that clear. I mean yards. Kenny Pickett threw for 278 in his first start under a new coordinator. 278. That's probably the most he's thrown for this season and probably most of last season. So I don't, I don't want to overlook that. He, he threw the ball 33 times, which is pretty much more than he's thrown in almost every game this season outside of the 49ers game. Uh, you know, we talked about Friar Muth having, you know, a fair amount of targets and 
you know, being able to get him involved. You know, he had 11 targets. That was most on the team. Clearly, I still think Deontay Johnson is his favorite target from a wide receiver perspective. But what I, what I was most interested in, Blender, like, as I said, was the yards. And I think we got the yards. And the Arizona Cardinals are going to give them give this team a chance to rack up more yards. And I think, Blender, just and this is outside, let's call this outside of the numbers. I think this team needs to keep generating yards to, to, to submit the point home that they needed to make this change. I don't mind the Kenny Pickett and pair him with one wide receiver or fire moves call. He's just going to have to throw some touchdowns. Because what I'm afraid of is Warren and Najee get the touchdowns. He gets all the yards. Right. If you had to choose between Warren and Najee, I mean, I'd go with Warren because he has more, more paths to, from a PPR standpoint yeah, to get there. Absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, Najee's sure. the type where if he if he showed up with falling to the end zone three times, he wouldn't be. I mean, he's yeah. that. He's it's it's the it's the common thing. I know Najee could catch passes out of the backfield, also. But I'm just I'm Jalen. It's very similar to David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. Absolutely. Situation. It's such a like love that like parallel. FanDuel side, if you're on FanDuel, I prefer the guy that falls in the end zone. Mm-hmm. On the drafting side, I, I prefer the guy that has upside on six or seven receptions out of the yeah. backfield. So, yeah. like, to me, I sign on each side. But they could easily – both of them could easily be a wash. Like, Pittsburgh could be a wash. Like, even though all these guys are fair, are pretty cheap, Pittsburgh could put up four touchdowns. Score thirty-one points on four touchdowns and, 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 and nobody and, get and no one and no one get and you you, got, you don't have a flame emoji amongst anyone because it's all you know you end up with Kenny Pickett right he throws two sixty and, and one, one touchdown, touchdown. <laughs> Warren has yep. a touchdown Harris has a touchdown Deontay Johnson goes like six for sixty with a touchdown and Pickett's like three for fifty. Right yeah. or something, you know, something like yeah. three for ninety, even, and, and it's like and everyone, it, but, everyone gets around fifteen points, and it's like, okay, well, yay, they scored, a, they scored thirty-one points, and and it yeah, didn't really, and, and if they scored thirty-one, that means Boswell's been involved some anyway, so right, like, yeah, <laughs> yep, I get it. Or also the Steelers D, Michael Towson says, you never know, the steel they, they can score, you know, Steelers D, pick six and Kyler Murray. I don't, for, I don't mind Steelers D this week for what it's worth. And, and listen, expensive. defense is high variance. Well, as long as they're not crazy expensive. I can, what well, thirty eight hundred is expensive for me on on DraftKings. Oh yeah, yeah. We like we like to live in the in the two K range. <laughs> I like you to know. live in the no K range. I like to not. I want to pay nothing. <laughs> I don't listen. Depending on how the slate breaks out, like you might be able to get away with a thirty eight hundred dollars steal. Like it may be possible, but I don't worry about defense until the end. Like I'm not, I'm not that concerned. So this week, uh, Will for for NFL stuff, you got you got some prize picks, underdog stuff coming out. You got NBA. I mean, what what's your content well, schedule look like? Free content, premium content. I know you're on the Blitz Show on Saturday, yeah. so you give us a little preview of what's to come this week. Yeah. So sometime this afternoon, between uh, I'll, I'll have it recorded today, but it might get released early tomorrow or late this afternoon. I'll have my prize pick stuff out for Thursday night football. Uh, I'll have owners bots, th- those that that video, I'll have that out tomorrow. Um, then I'll have my the owners box article, which basically kind of goes over, you know, my strategy for the week on that site. I'll have that out on Friday. Uh, I'll have the uh, my stat hero stuff out 
for that particular site. And a lot of people don't really place that here a lot, but they've got Pick'em, they've got some other things. They got a really unique Beat the CEO contest. Um, I'll have that out on Friday. And then, of course, for premium content, I'll be on the Blitz show on Saturday. And then Sunday, Blender, uh, myself and TJ, which used to kind of be our our, our, our staple show, it's me and TJ's staple show now. We're on Showdown for Sunday, and I have my Showdown short out as well for that. And listen, man, believe it or not, I haven't banked Showdown, but we've been crushing Showdown. Like, it's well, been TJ, really good. TJ had a big floor, I saw. Yeah. Yeah, TJ Bank for sure. That that was the Ty Chandler captain slate. Uh, he went Chandler. I went a different direction. Still made money. He made the he he banked it. Uh, I think the week before that was our kicker slate with the Jets, and uh, I can't remember who it was, but we went heavy kickers. That one that did really well. Um, and then this past Sunday, um, who did we have this past Sunday? Was that? I can't remember who it was this past Sunday, but I mean, we did okay. We didn't like crush it this week, but last week, but coming up again, trust me, we'll, we'll be ready for this week. We'll be and, and a pretty interesting game this week too with the uh, chiefs Packers. So sh should be well, fun. TJ, TJ will be joining me tomorrow morning to discuss uh, the, the, the showdown slate for, for tomorrow. Uh, there's a small NHL slate today. You can join us in the NHL discord for, for more blender. We'll be playing that slate today. Yes. Uh, be, be on the lookout. I got, I got today, today I got Champions League at three. So okay. We got soccer okay. projections. So I that's got that's right Champions in your wheelhouse. Right, right in the, your that's wheelhouse. My, that's my normal wheelhouse. I'll play yeah, Champions yeah, yeah. League. I know. In Premier League soccer, and then the three game hockey slate. Yeah, we got that tonight. Of mm -hmm. course, you got Grinders Live and, and Crunch Time for NBA tonight. So feel free to tune into that. Hit that notification bell to know when that goes goes live. And then tomorrow, Tuesdays and Thursdays are the big NHL days, so I'll be dealing with that tomorrow as well. And then Friday, uh, I believe we'll have Squad Patrol on for a, for a, a GPP uh, look at uh, the Week 13 slate once we get some ownership in. If you want the ownership projections, if you want our player projections, if you want Lineup HQ, you want uh, – we, we got Sim Labs. That's free for now, but soon yeah. it'll be behind, behind the membership curtain. So if you want all of our stuff, all of our premium content, click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. But you know what is free? Our Discord. Rotogrinders.com slash Discord. Join us there. I have a premium channel. So you have to be a premium member in order to in order to get into my channel. Because I'm I put I put up the little, you know, I have the little the, the, the red carpet and the rope and everything like that. But Will, if you want to join Chief's prop shop and that insanity in there you can do that you you can so you can dive head first into it doesn't matter if it's three in the morning there's still people it's some tennis something or it's it's amazing what yeah. you what, what you have going on in the prop shop because there's there's literally never any downtime yeah i mean tennis has slowed down a little bit um all I know is but, I'll wake up. I'll wake up at seven. I'll wake up a little bit at seven, six thirty in the morning. I'll open up Discord as I fall back to sleep, and I'm like, you know, okay, let's check through some of the channels. It's like, okay, yeah. okay, okay, and then prop shot, and it's people yelling about some some esports thing from Brazil and tennis props from Bulgaria, and it's like, dude, it's, it's six in the morning. What what is going on? Listen, so Blenda, I, I must say, let, let me just say, in terms of tennis specifically. The prop, so we kind of really got on tennis last year. 
or early or no early this year early this year i think is when we really hopped on tennis and blender the tennis lines were so off that and, and this is not an exaggeration if anybody in the prop shop had any type of reasonable bankroll everybody made thousands and i mean everybody i'm, I'm not exact like you know so like for those of us you know that that had pretty significant bankrolls blender we were in that 10 to twenty thousand dollar range right and and those that were you know maybe slightly below they were in the one to two thousand dollar range, two to three you know what i'm saying but that's how crazy it was earlier this year with tennis they, they just underdog just couldn't get it right for some reason and they were way off from the book lines like like for aces so like they'd say okay well we've got this guy projected for you know 20 aces well the books had him at eight and a half we're like well that's a no-brainer and and shout out to uh god uh, rando randicat for pointing that out for us so over the course of like a couple weeks we just kind of really went to town on tennis and it, it paid off big time and uh now you know it's normalized a, a lot more but i don't think the big tennis tournaments are really happening right this minute but when they crank back up don't worry the prop shot will be right back in the tennis streets all right so join that rotogrinders.com slash discord follow chief on twitter catch him in the discord catch me there as well hit that thumbs up button on your way out the door right that costs you nothing hit the like button hit the subscribe button check out the rest of the content on the channel we'll have tons of stuff uh throughout the course of the week for nfl and uh, i'll see you tomorrow talk about uh we have maybe actually be a decent thursday night football game but sometimes we think that and it ends up being garbage anyway because it's thursday night football and it can't ever be a good game so play the defenses <laughs> play the kickers right just do that anyway it doesn't matter what the total <laughs> is but we'll talk about that tomorrow and everything else you're thinking about in daily fantasy props and pick them on roto grinders today <laughs>